Welcome to the show, my fierce and unstoppable sisters. You have just arrived at a place where we believe in the transformative power of healing the mind, body, and soul. If you're here, I know you're ready to overcome the trauma, fear, and self-doubt that has been holding you back. Because that was me not that long ago, feeling so alone and like I could never fully heal and move forward. But let me tell you this, it is possible to break free, to heal, and to thrive. But I'm also going to be real with you, it's not going to be easy. Healing is hard work and it takes courage to face the past. But you didn't come here for easy, did you? You came here for transformation. And through my own healing, I learned the key to unlocking our truest selves is by learning to love ourselves deeply and stepping into our power and intuition. So if you're ready to do the work, if you're ready to dig deep and explore the power of emotional healing, spiritual growth, and physical gains, come join me on this transformative journey that can free you in ways you never thought possible. Hey, welcome back to She Wakes Up. Before we get started, I just want to let you know because I'm a nerd and I got really excited when I opened up my Audacity software, which is the platform that I use to record my episodes and it's free and lately it's been giving me fits. So for those of you that listen to my other episodes know that I am in the first round of the Passion to Podcast course that I created. And so I'm walking everybody through and screen sharing step-by-step how to record, edit, set up their podcast. So I've been toying around with, do I just ditch this program and get into something new? Or do I just kind of work my way through it and hope that it works for everybody else? But I just trashed the old version and updated it. And oh my gosh, it's beautiful. I am super excited to share this. I'm so glad that I did this before our next module so that I can teach this in real time. So yeah, that's my little thing. When I hopped on here to record, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so new and pretty. So for those of you that have a podcast, if you don't use Audacity or if you do, uh, get the updated version because it is awesome and it hasn't given me any trouble so far. (laughs) But I wanted to hop on today and talk about something that I think is huge. It's huge for all of us, and that is something for many of us that causes 90% of our problems. And I wanna take a pause just for a second to see if you can guess what that thing is. This one thing causes 90% of your problems, and mine too. But we're going to navigate what this is in today's episode and just make you aware and allow yourself to just kind of think about what this looks like in your life. So that one thing that we're going to talk about today is the ego. The ego just is this thing that gets in our way and can really overpower our inner voice and can really get in the way of our intuition, which is something that we talk about a lot on this podcast because authenticity is huge. And I believe moving forward in 2024, it's already started to pop off this year, but people are really wanting that authenticity. And I know we've talked about that before, but your ego is really standing in the way between what is really meant for you and what you think is meant for you or what other people are saying is meant for you. And so the ego is just that inner voice that plays a significant role in shaping how we perceive ourselves and how other people perceive us. And it's just like this filter of things that we use to view our experiences. And sometimes this can be a protective thing. 
but it can also be this boat anchor that we are dragging around because it's the thing that tells us all of our doubts and our fears. It's that whisper in our ear that makes us question our abilities and we're in a constant state of not being good enough. We are always asking, is this okay? What are people going to think? If I show up the way that I want to show up, is it going to be good enough? And the truth is yes. The truth is that you know, I, I teach this in my podcast course in that the more authentic that you can be when you show up, the more followers you're going to have, the better engagement you're going to have because people are going to relate to you because you aren't the only one that is going through this. And this is why it's so important to step into that is because somebody needs you and this is how you build your network. So if you're looking for other like-minded people to share these thoughts and to be in this space, it can be super helpful to check in with yourself and see what behaviors and things that you are doing that are ego-driven, your thoughts, the things that are just rooted in you so deep. Um, this comes from, you know, we all know the past and the things that we have gone through, but it's really the time now to uproot all of that and start to understand who you are beyond your ego. And I can tell you that in the last couple of years, I've really been able to identify the ego and it's not always an easy thing to identify but it's even more challenging to get it out of the way so you can say hey ego I know that's you but what are you gonna do about it are you gonna allow it to continue to drive your decisions and your beliefs and that's the hardest part is we oftentimes listen to the ego because it keeps us safe you know we're not in that fear mindset of what happens if and but what I've realized in the last couple of years and stepping into that is that the people that are meant for me, the people that are in this movement of awakening, this this higher um, journey of like self, I have recognized that I've been able to connect with those people and they've just been kind of like magnetized to me because I've been able to fully embrace this. And this is what has allowed me to show up authentically and to continue to pursue my dreams and also pivot when I feel the need to pivot without worrying about what people are going to say or think. And it's just me going with what feels aligned in that moment in my life because I'm a multi-passionate person and it's not a bad thing to be that. It's just learning to channel is this ego behavior that is driving this decision or is it really intuitively myself saying, get out of the way, ego, it's time to step it up. So here are some things that we really get held back on, women especially, in this ego-driven space is imposter syndrome, comparing and perfectionism. And raise your hand, and I'm over here on the other side of the mic raising my hand super high because yes, I have felt all of those things and these things still tend to sneak up into my life and I don't like it. I get really annoyed because I'm like, I know that's what it is and I just need to deal with it. But it still comes up even when you've had this practice and you've made progress with navigating your ego. It still comes up because here's the deal. Social media is out there. You know, we, we see our friends and our family doing things, being successful business owners, going on family vacations, buying the new cars, you know, all the things that makes us sometimes feel as if who are we to step into that space. And that imposter syndrome is just that nagging feeling of feeling like you're a fraud, even though I guarantee you that you have your own achievements, that you have things that are worthy of celebrating and that you have made progress in some area, multiple areas in your life, but the ego is there reminding us that, well, 
but we're not as good as so-and-so, or we're not showing up quite like so-and-so, and so therefore it's not good enough. And it really does a good job of convincing us that we're not capable, even though we are capable. And every single one of us has a power, a unique gift to give, but we don't tune into that because we are so afraid that if we do, we're going to be a fraud and we're going to compare ourselves to other people's and get just stuck in that ego trap. So it just continues to tempt us to measure our worth against other people and making us feel as if we are not enough, like we are inadequate. And then you throw perfectionism into the mix, and this is the ego's way of saying, hey, everything that you do needs to be flawless. And what a freaking setback and how much pressure is that because you are just setting yourself up for failure by making these unattainable standards on yourself and knowing that we're not perfect and there's going to be things in life that happen to us and what are we supposed to do about it but just step into that for what it is rather than seeing it as a failure or seeing it as it's not perfect like we think it needs to be. And recognizing all of these things just allows us to gain that control back and really harness in that ego behavior that is holding us back. It really is holding us back. But when we take over and we say, ego, no, this isn't the space for you because ego can be really helpful. There is a good, helpful place um, for the ego to be in. But a lot of the times when we are trying to go after something or we have these goals and these visions and these new ideas that pop up, that flame is often burnt out so quick because the ego says, no, it's not going to turn out the way that you think. People are going to think that you're a fraud. Um, look at so-and-so. You're never going to be able to show up like so-and-so. And it has to be perfect. So if you can't deliver all of those things, then you might as well just quit. And that's oftentimes what we do. We quit before we even get started. But like I said, the ego does have a place. The ego does help us with setting those goals and giving us those dreams that we have and the desire for success and achievement. And when we can channel the ego in a positive way and really understand that balance of intuition and ego, we really can get ourselves to a place where we are capable because we start believing that we are capable, which leads us to taking action. And the ego needs to be recognized. We all know that the ego loves to have accomplishments and that power and to say, look at me, you know, the ego always wants the pat on the back. But when you actually are able to take that action because you start to believe that you're good enough, you're capable, you have all the things already that you need to go after whatever it is that you're trying to go after and change, then you start to attain those goals. And the ego is like, oh yeah, look at you, good job. And that just pushes you to stay motivated to take more action, to stay focused and actually keep working towards that progress. You know, I always use the example of working out. So when you set the goal to work out in the beginning, if you haven't worked out in a really long time and you just fell off the wagon and you're like, okay, it's time to set the goal. I you know, want to get it. Maybe it's not even to like lose weight or anything. It's just to start moving your body because you know it's good for you. And you're like, all right, I'm going to do this. Between now and Thanksgiving, I'm going to set a goal to work out three days a week for a half an hour. Okay. So we do that. You know, it takes us a little bit of discipline, a little bit of momentum to get that. But then we're like, okay, we see the goal. We know that we want it bad enough, so we're going to do it. We're going to do the thing. Let's go, ego. Let's do this. So you start to work out. 
and you start challenging yourself and you start reaching those goals before you know it you're able to lift a little heavier you're able to run a little further and then the ego's like dang girl look at you and it pushes you to continue to stay focused and continue to work towards your goals and before you know it you're working out four days a week and you're just really overcoming all of those setbacks that you thought before you were never going to be able to achieve all the obstacles that you put in front of you are now behind you because you were able to overcome that and so the ego is really good at helping you if you can channel it in the right way so think of it like that when you think about the ego it's like how can I put the ego to its best use because it can be helpful but honestly your intuition needs to be the sole lead in a lot of what you want to step into. And for us women, that is a very difficult thing to do because it's not something we are taught. We are taught from such a young age to put everybody else in front of us, to take care of everybody else. In order to be a good mom, you have to you know, put your kids first. You never get complimented for being a good mom, for taking care of yourself. you know. And so we just have it all backwards. So that's really this untangling of all of these beliefs that we have grown up around to be able uh, for us to be able to recognize that the ego is in control and stop letting the ego be in control and take back the reins and let your intuition be that guide and knowing that balance and, and telling yourself that it's okay to do these things for yourself, to tell yourself that it doesn't have to be perfect, to just get started because getting started is the hardest part, but it's messy, it's ugly. It's not often anything close to perfect, but that's okay. And we need to stop setting the bar so high for ourselves and just knowing that it's okay to start a little messy. It'll get better and the ego is going to notice that and say, yeah, good for you. You're getting better, keep going. It's really just finding that synergy between the two. So I really believe that the influence that the ego has is really, in understanding that, is really the first step towards your personal growth. Because if you can't get out of your head and your beliefs around, I can't, I'm not good enough, it has to be perfect. And let me tell you, I claim to be a type A personality for most of my life. And I always thought that was a good thing. And I always thought that I was like structured and, and organized. And I am. I'm a planner. I do the things. But I tell you what, that was so ego driven that it burnt me out. It left me feeling exhausted because I had this perfectionist mindset all the time. And then I felt like when I didn't get it to a certain way that I wanted it, that I was a failure. And so when you are able to accept that it's never going to be the way that Susan down the street does it. It's never going to be perfect. You know, when you can start to accept that, it really does help you to get closer to that personal growth because you are no longer worried about what anybody thinks. You are no longer having that pressure on yourself to show up and do everything perfectly. You're doing it for you, but you're able to do that in such an authentic way that it spills over into everybody else in your life. And that's where you start to make a difference. That's where people start to be drawn to you and you find that network. And then you're like, hey, I could start a podcast and talk about this because this has been such a huge shift in my life. And I wanna help other people get into this space. And then you start to network with other like-minded women and get into groups and masterminds and you start talking about all these things and pretty soon you're on this path of like accelerant and you didn't even know like where it came from. All you did was not let the ego be in control anymore. So I like to look at it as the ego is like turning on the lights in a dim room. So to bring awareness to your inner thoughts and beliefs that hold you hostage, 
So when you do this, you're like, hey, it's time to just shed light that this is the ego. I see you, I hear you, but I no longer have to allow you to be in control. And so this is really the catalyst for change. This awareness of your ego and recognizing the things that it's telling you, the way that it is really driving your behavior is huge. It's going to be the first step towards dismantling that power, that power that the ego Eagle, not the eagle, the ego <laughs> holds over our actions and our decisions. So really, this is the key to unlocking that freedom, that you can go on a different path, that you have everything that you need to take those steps. Just simply by acknowledging the role of the ego, you're able to empower yourself to step into your authenticity and to release that self-doubt that you've held onto for so long and embrace that you have this growth, you have something that is waiting for you on the other side of all of these limitations that we have surrounded ourselves with for most of our life. And I'm gonna tell you that doing this is very vulnerable because you're exposing your true self. Like you're peeling off these layers of this person that you were supposed to be, you were supposed to show up as. And by doing this, you're calling out the ego. You are exposing the ego to the truth and saying you're no longer in control. So it is a little uncomfortable to step into that vulnerability. And in doing that and being more vulnerable, yeah, sure, there might be situations where you're looked at a little differently or, or things are said about you. But you know what I always say is people are going to say things about you no matter what it is that you're doing, no matter what space you're in, no matter how much or how little money, no matter what house you live in. So you might as well just do the thing the way that you are meant to do it because nobody can really judge that because they're way of doing things in their life and their situation isn't supposed to match yours and vice versa. And I think that we do so much of that, especially on social media. And if this is you, I really encourage you to unfollow those accounts that are making you feel like an imposter. I've had to let some people go in my personal space and professional space because I'm following these accounts and I'm like, this doesn't align with me. Listening to this person, watching this person's growth is making me feel yucky. And it has nothing to do with me not celebrating their success because I'm here to champion the next woman like nobody's business. But there's just something about it and I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. There are certain accounts out there that just give me this yucky feeling doesn't align with me. It's not where I'm headed. And so not that I want to discredit their success or, you know, bash them or, or leave rude comments and things like that. That's not me. I just simply unfollow because it doesn't do me any good. And it's obvious that we're not in a similar space to where it's a healthy relationship. And that's okay. But that's part of being vulnerable. That's part of that piece and recognizing that you just have to show up as you and that you don't have to be that people pleaser anymore. You don't have to be so worried about what other people are saying. And when you do this, sometimes you do come across these limitations and these setbacks because you're really struggling with trying to identify the ego and then challenging the ego to take a back seat really and what is going on with you and your intuition and following more of what is aligned with you, not what is aligned with everybody else in your space. So when you do come across those setbacks, just know that it's normal and just continue to foster that self-belief and know that it doesn't matter what anybody else is saying. You truly believing in yourself because you know you better than anybody else. You know exactly what your true gifts are. And even if you're not using those gifts, 
If you dig deep enough, I know that you can pull out what is your passion and your purpose. And we just don't do a good job of fostering that. So when you do step into that vulnerable space, just know it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable. There might be some roadblocks and setbacks, but just continue to take those steps forward and know that the ego is going to reward you for that. And it's going to just do this cyclical effect where the more that you get comfortable being uncomfortable, the more you're going to recognize that you are capable, that you do believe in yourself, that you can do the things, that you aren't an imposter after all. And your ego is going to go, hey, good job. Let's keep doing more of that. I like that. I like the way that makes me feel. And it just, you get better. It is, does take practice because these are things that we have to unlearn. These are generational things that we have been taught. And it's not our fault. It's not the fault of anybody else. It's just the way that the world works. And every single one of us feels this way time and time again. But it's just that the more you're able to recognize this and release that control of the ego and really channel it, I, I like to compare it to you know, a really energetic child. And that can be a really good thing. Having all that energy is amazing. I wish I had half of it most of the time. But it can be really destructive behavior as well. And that's often how it's looked at. You have this very energetic child that is disruptive or can't sit still or, you know, but if you learn how to channel that energy into something that fosters this child's growth and success, it's gonna build that, that child up and they're going to, that's gonna feed their ego and they're gonna to wanna to continue to do more of that. It's that, you know, positive reinforcement. So when you do that yourself, you're really able to connect and say, okay, so I do have these things that I can put to use. And if I channel my ego the way that it's meant to, and I can use my intuition and tap into what's really meant for me, I can actually allow both of them to guide me and to give me what I need without feeling all these yucky things that I'm always feeling because I was told this, because I was meant to feel a certain way when I went after something before, you know, because you have people that are in your corner, but they're really not in your corner because they're telling you that you need to be doing this when really you're like, eh, I don't really want to do this, right? Everybody has that, but this is you. This is your time. And why are we told that we have to do the things that we don't want to do that don't align with us because this isn't something that is really should be a choice like everybody should be able to step into this everybody should be taught how to channel their ego in a healthy and productive way that we don't have to look at people to worry and wonder if we're doing the right things we could just listen we could just listen to ourselves and say ah oh, no that's not for me or yeah, hell yeah, that's a hell yes for me. I'm gonna do that. And I don't care what anybody else says. Of course, within reason, I'm not asking you to break the law or do anything insane that would put your family at you know a huge risk or anything like that. But I am saying that we often don't take enough risks. And it's usually because our ego is in control. It's in the driver's seat 90% of the time. And we just let it. We just, we're on autopilot, we do life, we just let it. And then the years go by and we look back and we go, what the hell? What the hell? And I don't want that for you. I had to step away from that myself because I was sick and tired of living that. And like I said, there have been things that I have had to show up and be vulnerable about. I've had to be that tough love person. I've had to speak some truth. I've had multiple setbacks in this whole journey. 
But nothing is worth sacrificing yourself in your gifts in what truly fuels your intuition and your own passion and purpose. Nothing is worth dimming that light. And there are ways that you can synergize both career, motherhood, your relationships. But I'm telling you, the ego is going to burn you out. If you let the ego continue to drive that bus, you're going to just be burnt out. You're going to look back and go, what did I just do? What have I done? Like, I can't get that time back. Sure, maybe you've shown up for everybody else and done all the things. Maybe you've checked all the boxes and your your calendar is amazing. But where's the balance? You know, and I'm not saying that it's always going to be equal of balance, but I am saying that it's possible to have that balance. So when you can start to pay more attention to the ego and channel it in a better way and step into what really feels aligned with you, I'm telling you, your relationships are going to shift. You're going to start to feel better because you're not just going to be pouring yourself into this one thing. And this one thing is the ego and it's tiring. And I know from all the women that I follow, from my friends, you know, everybody around me, I can tell everybody's sick and tired of living in that ego mindset. And I think that we're all ready to step up and empower one another to rise above the setbacks that are going to come because they're inevitable. Understand that being vulnerable is actually a pretty awesome superpower and there's nothing wrong with that. And really stepping into who you are, hell yes. I want more of that. And I'm sure you do too. So here I am showing up for you. I want you to stay tuned for more empowering content and just keep shining and keep letting yourself guide the way because you truly know, you truly know you. And let that ego take a back seat for a little while and see where you end up. Let me know. And if you are wanting, if you are a mom and you are like, okay, I need to get back on focus, like the kids are back in school, I really want to gear up for the end of the year, my business partner Stephanie Keith and I have put together a back to school boot camp for moms. It's two days, September 7th and 8th. I'll put all the information in the show notes for you, but you're going to come hang with us. We're going to work on some of this ego stuff and we're going to get you in a more high vibe space so that you can start to step into that a little bit more. We're going to be doing some energetics to really get you tapping into your femininity and allowing your intuition to kind of guide you a little bit more. And then we're going to take it into the tactical, let the ego lead a little bit of the way, but we're going to channel it so that it is productive. We're going to set you up from both the energetic side and also the productive side so that you can take everything that you learn in these two days and run with it and create this master plan that it's going to get you to the end of the year. And it's a really awesome way to just hit reset after the summer. I'm sure it was busy for you. And to really get ramped up into the mindset of let's do the damn things. So if you want to come to our mom hangout in a couple of weeks, everything that you need is in the show notes. And if you have questions or you want to share anything about the podcast or something that you heard that resonated with you, drop me an email, leave me a review. I love to connect with you. You know where to find me and you can guarantee that I will see you back here next week. Thanks for tuning in.